welcome to a new episode of the Property Side Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Paul, and this is a podcast for people looking to get started in property. Now, I release episodes every single day. The day is either a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or a Friday. I like to give people a balanced view of property strategies and give you little daily nuggets of information to help you on your way. Now, what you won't get on this podcast is me talking about how you can become financially free in five minutes. On this podcast, we like to live a little closer to reality. In today's episode, and most people struggle with choosing a go-to strategy when they find out about all the various property strategies and they get a bit bamboozled and, and struggle to choose the right strategy for them. So in today's podcast, I'm going to discuss the two most common starting points and the pros and cons and why you might choose one over another. Now, many newbies to property get caught up in the money and they have pound signs running through the mind when they look at strategies. You know, you cannot choose a strategy based on income alone. You have to think about a few other things. And first up, you should consider the time you have to put into your business. You know, do you have a full-on day job that demands you're out of the game for 40 plus hours a week? Or are, are you a little bit more flexible where time is concerned? Now, I know people who have started amazing property businesses by pinching a few hours of an evening, uh, lunch hours even, you know, stealing literally minutes in the daytime. And I know others who've failed miserably purely down to just never managing their time properly and putting in the required commitment um, they just kind of you know underestimated what it would take and at the end of the day if you're looking to get involved in property you need to be honest with yourself you know are you up to the task are you motivated enough are you organized enough are you focused on the right things at the right time you know if you've limited time and you're focused you know, if you if sorry if you if you've got limited time and you're focused, the good news is you can choose either strategy. Now, what strategies am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about deal sourcing or deal packaging, as as it's sometimes referred to, and rent to rent. Now, they are the most common starting points for people. You know, by and large, that's where people tend to start when you look at property strategies. And you might argue that rent-to-rent SA, rent-to-rent service accommodation, is also super popular um, You know, in the, past, in the past 12 to 18 months. But I've not really dabbled in rent-to-rent SA before personally. And do you know what? I don't think the current climate with COVID and everything else, and I've said this before, kind of lends itself to rent-to-rent SA too well at the moment. Other people... You know, you've got, you know, other people have different opinions, but that's just where I'm at. I'm a bit, um, I wouldn't say I'm risk averse, but I like to mitigate my risks. So rent to rent SA, going into that, pumping money into into a rent to rent SA unit or project. And then, you know, we hit another lockdown, a national lockdown, and your business disappears overnight. That's just too much of a risk for me at the minute. So we're going to talk about deal sourcing and rent to rent HMOs as our go-to strategies. Yeah. 
many people would look at monthly cash flow and choose rent to rent. But you need to consider the setup costs are higher with a rent to rent project if you take one on. You know, you may, or a rent to rent property, not a project. Um, you may have to carry out some works on the property prior to it being let out. Um, you know, you may need to cover the first month's rent even to, unless obviously you negotiate the first month rent free, of course, but that depends on how you good at, how good you are at negotiating. Um, it all depends on the situation in, in hand. So why you may be turned on to the idea of regular monthly cash flow, you know, £700 a month off this one, brilliant. Do you have this the startup capital you might need for that first deal? You know, you might need to spend five hundred pounds. You might need to spend, you know, a, you know, a couple of thousand pounds to get a, a rent to rent property, you know, to that point where you can let it out to tenants. Have you got that capital to start with? You know, deal sourcing, on the other hand, offers you lump sums of money in terms of sourcing fees. And the average could be anything from, you know, 2000 to £10,000. It's usually um, 2% of the purchase price, just to give you an idea. So bagging a handful of deals in your first year could dwarf your day job income and you need less deals to achieve, you know, that type of income. Choosing a property strategy is never straightforward, but my advice is always to ask yourself, what is your long-term goal? So say 12 to 18 months from now, where do you want to be? Then what you need to do ultimately is reverse engineer that goal. Look at how you would do that, how you would achieve that goal, deal sourcing, or how you would do that and achieve that goal, being a rent-to-rent operator. And the answer will be much, much clearer You'll understand how many deals you're going to need based on averages. Um, and, you, and you'll kind of have a, a better idea, a better grip of, the, of which strategy may suit you best given your your circumstances. And everybody's unique, aren't they? So everybody's going to be different. But what I do see is I see too many newbies just focus on and chase the money and the income. And that's what turns their heads and that's all they're interested in. Don't, please don't chase the money look at the bigger picture of your goal long term and then reverse engineer that goal and apply a strategy to take you there that's going to work and going to fit around your your lifestyle your your day job your time constraints that you might have at the moment and what capital you've got on your hands at the moment you know too many people get into property thinking it's this amazing cash cow you know it's a, it's a business and at the end of the day, all businesses will give you grief, will cause you stress, and all businesses will give you good days and bad days. So whatever strategy you choose, don't just assume your days will be filled with towers of cash, no stress, passive income, and freedom. You know, <laughs> that sort of rhetoric is for the property gurus to, to give you, you know, that, that sort of nonsense. Um, you know, the reality is what this podcast is all about and if you go into your chosen strategy switched on eyes wide open with the right level of motivation you will generate the income and and get the rewards that you want and you know ultimately meet that long-term goal you know it's for this reason that only the serious and motivated people make a success in property 
you know, it's not a coincidence that hard work and persistence, um, you know, I can't stress that enough, persistence and hard work, it gets results over over half-arsed efforts and, and no persistence. You know, people just think, oh, I can do this and that'll happen. There's a bit more to it than that. So before jumping into your chosen strategy, ask yourself, are you a good fit for this? And do you have the real motivation and attitude to make it work and be a success? Because ultimately, the the best strategy for you is the one that lights a fire inside you and, and, you know, gets you going, it excites you. Don't ever let money or cash flow be your sole motivation obviously that's part of it i'm not saying ignore the money side of things obviously we're we're all motivated by money you know it pays the bills it gives us the lifestyle we want we're all motivated by money that's you know i'm not saying ignore the money what i'm saying is is don't let it be the sole sole driver the sole motivation for doing something because that fire will soon blow itself out and your strategy will become a chore if you were only doing it for the money no, do what you find exciting. Do what is going to get you to your goals quicker. And if your goal is more time freedom or to quit your day job, seriously, all you have to do is commit to what you're doing and have the right levels of focus and persistence and be doing the right thing at the right time. I'm giving away a free online rent-to-rent course, but only till the end of this month. Now, it ends September 30th at 11.59pm. All you have to do to get your free rent-to-rent course is purchase our deal sourcing course, which is all online. So you get two courses for the price of one. I know it's not stupidly expensive like the gurus out there would have you paying thousands of pounds. I mean, seriously, what I'm charging for this, I've had, I've had more expensive meals out. All you pay is one low fee. And the fee is a one-off fee and you get lifetime access to all the content. And what's more, the content is continually updated over time. So it's ever evolving and it becomes this big resource that you can dip into. So to jump on the offer now, visit the site www.psnproperty.com forward slash property dash training. Or you can check the show notes. I will pop the web link in there. Now that's almost it for today's podcast episode. If you're interested in property, then we do have a Facebook group that's growing by the day called the Deal Sourcing Community. So you can check it out now on Facebook. I've left the link in the show notes, or just simply search on Facebook for the Deal Sourcing Community. Now, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe and also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing and I would be seriously forever thankful if you leave me a review. Uh, If you'd like to email me and ask me any property questions, it's support at psmproperty.co.uk. That's all for this one. Till next time, stay safe.